This, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Casey Smith and Adam Stadalius, and uh, we've been talking about all kind of stuff. Well, some of us have. I don't know that I've heard a word out of Adam. I, I heard a, a mumble or two. Did uh, yeah, he fell out of his chair and grunted a while ago, I think. <laughs> Other than that, I really <laughs> so haven't I've heard him a couple times, Troy. Oh, you spoke. It's cold. What do you want? You know, it's, oh. it's, it's difficult, okay? So maybe it was your teeth chattering mm-hmm. that I heard. It's mm-hmm. cold. It's like 84 degrees in this room. 75. Oh, you need now, new glasses? We had to leave the door open to get that. I mean, you know, it's, it's not as chilly as you're making it out. I think you need new glasses there, Troy. All right. All right. Kelly Lynn Scalise. That's the only time we get him to talk yeah, is when, when there's yeah. the banter. So right. I just let it go. Yeah. I'm here for the well, filler. Yeah. Are you? Mm-hmm. For the Phillies, you said? No. Oh, heck no. Oh, I got you. I'm glad to this hear that. This guy's probably a Yankees fan. I don't even want to. No. Yeah. I don't know. What, what, not a what is your guy. allegiance? I'm not a big baseball guy, but I guess I'm Braves just because I'm Braves. down here. Okay. Football, though. It's more easy. football feller. You know, oh, yeah. Well, what's right. your football team? Patriots. Mm. Wow. Falcons and, about and you to, think it's about to take here. your coach, unfortunately. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys will welcome I, him with open arms. Let's be uh, honest. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, you, you will you will hate it, but anyway. Why? I wouldn't. Well, what he did to you in the Super Bowl, so. Nah. That was Brady. I was going to say that's. He moved His whole along. career was built on Brady. Maybe done been. much since. Well, if you guys want to talk sports, you know, yeah. I'll keep going. And Kelly Lynn. Yes. Okay. I thought you were the boss here. What I know. Happened? I know. You're, you're in reach. You could She's smack the guy control. as soon as he said Patriots. I, I lost control. <laughs> All right. It's, wow. it's, it's, it's the temperature rare. fluctuation in the room. I don't know. Yeah. All right. All right. Now you sound like Adam. Yes. Blame exactly. it on the weather. Well, I'm hot. What kind He's of an economist cold, are you? <laughs> That's the way they do it. All right. No, we do have a case study. Um, Kimberly's, um, basically Kimberly and Anne. Um, Kimberly's father passed away, leaving her mom, Amy, Amy, sorry, um, as his as the beneficiary for his accounts and jointly owned assets, et cetera. Um, he had taken out a reverse mortgage on the home uh, when he turned 65 and was forcibly retired. Um, that was almost about 15 years ago. And they've read the contract. Amy's allowed to stay in the house until she dies. But beyond that, they're still trying to wrap their head around about what a reverse mortgage is and what it means for them. Hmm. A good, reverse good questions. mortgage. Yeah. yeah. These are something that we don't deal with all that often, but they do come around mm. every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, basically a reverse mortgage, for those of you who don't know, I mean, it's essentially works like a regular mortgage, but in backwards. Reverse. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're selling your equity in the property. You're selling you your equity. The ability to live in it. Yep. Yeah. You get the ability to live there for the rest of your life or the co-borrower's life, in this case, Amy. So she's able to live there, even though the the husband that took out the mortgage mm-hmm. has passed away. Um, the way that it works is you can you're essentially borrowing the equity from your home, but instead of making a payment like you would for a traditional mortgage, they pay you. Right. So you know you can take that out either as a lump sum or a monthly distribution, however they structure that deal. Um, and you're allowed to live there as long as you pay the taxes and the insurance to keep that current. Um, you know, that it's, it's sort of, I don't want to say a means of last resort, but it, it's, it's not a favorable type of mortgage because the fees are pretty high. Um, there's the, the interest rate 
So you, basically, you're instead of a traditional mortgage where you make a payment that goes toward paying down some of the principal, so your equity grows over time. In this case, because it's working in reverse, your equity gets eroded over time. Mm. So you know every payment they make to you, or if you're, you know, taking a lump sum, it just is is eroding away the equity in your home. Obviously, you would expect the home to have some appreciation, so that can kind of keep that at bay. So you may have some equity remaining. Um, so basically, if this went down like 15 years ago, yeah. The Kimberly's father could have taken the money from the reverse mortgage, mm-hmm. had spent it over the last 15 years. Could have, yeah. So there's no money left. And then she's just got to, she can just sit in the home for free, essentially. Yeah, I mean, she stays there. I mean, she pays the taxes, she pays the insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, she's allowed to live there indefinitely. When she passes away, uh, something will have to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, typically uh, they would just give the home back to the bank basically and say you know whether most of these are structured as a uh, HECM H-E-C-M home equity conversion mortgage where Mm. it's um, you know that there is no recourse so in other words if the the home is worth less than the balance of the loan when the co-borrower passes away there's they just you just give it back to the bank and you walk away okay um so i mean it it makes some sense there is some applications where it it makes some sense to have a reverse mortgage um but obviously you're giving up the equity in the home um and the potential for the appreciation of that what the appreciation does and in this case being nearly 15 years ago i imagine the home has appreciated quite a bit in value so that is added to their well, considering the the boom that we kind of exactly, had yeah. yeah so that's a, it's been a good time and plus interest rates and in, up until recently have been favorable so mm-hmm. um the the interest rate on the loan the erosion of that equity over time the the growth in the home is probably more than offset the 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 erosion of the equity mm, okay. so there there may there very well may be some equity remaining mm-hmm. in which case they could just sell it you know sell the house mm-hmm. um pay and off net, the loan uh, net and, the equity that's left in the house yeah or, or wait until amy passes away and then um you know the the beneficiaries kimberly and if she has siblings doesn't doesn't say but they could sell the house and um you know pay Split the bank it. back the the loan balance and and take their cash and walk away. Yeah, split the equity and walk but off. But Kimberly and say if any other siblings wanted, they could just pay off the loan and keep the home. Most yes. most of the time, there's provisions that allow that. You really need to kind of read the okay. read the document. Because I was going to say, like, I mean, what if this is like a family inheritance home sort of you know like yeah and i mean it, it, i want to buy my childhood home well and that's that's why it's important before you enter into one of these contracts to really have a discussion with the beneficiaries make sure that everybody's on the same page mm-hmm. there's likely going to be very little equity if any equity left um you know so if you're planning on using that as a, a means to pass wealth to the next generation it's probably not the best best route to go yeah um you know you could have taken out a, a traditional loan uh you know cash out refinance taken some cash out may, you would have had to make the payments but presumably you know the way that we do it at hensler you could have structured a um you know a 10-year rule type plan where you're keeping the fixed income available 
from the proceeds of the mortgage to make those payments. Mm -hmm. So you're not really risking that at a high, there's not a high level of risk for something like that. Right. Um, Take some planning, obviously, you know, uh, reach out to us if you are in the situation like this and we can kind of run through the options and and see if it makes sense for you. Um, But yeah, in this case, you know, that what's kind of, what's done is done. I mean, I don't know that they can, renegotiate this they may be able to um just depending on the right the the terms of the loan but um you know it's 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 not a uh it's not a bad situation because amy's like you said she's she's got the home she can live there yeah you live there effectively rent free Mm -hmm. i mean other than the taxes and the insurance for the rest of your life that sort of stuff yeah just making do with what you got yep so, I mean, it's, it, it does work in some cases, you know, we've had clients do this before, um, but it's really it's not, not generally common. our first uh, line of defense in terms of planning for retirement and yeah things like that. So something was going through her dad's uh, mind back in the, back in the day. So, yeah, I mean, it, it can work in certain scenarios and if you are likely to remain in your house for the rest of your life and don't plan to have to move to a, a nursing home or a assisted living or something like that, then could be a could be a good solution. Are those also cash out, I guess. Um, like yeah, you said, either a lump sum out or and you, you do away with the payment. So yeah. uh, there's there's pros and cons like okay. anything else, but uh yeah. Yeah, some some of the cons probably high fees. Right? Yeah, there's very high fees, mm-hmm. high high origination fees, the interest rate is generally higher than a traditional mortgage, so there's some considerations there for sure. Yeah. All right. All right then sounds interesting okay well now we're gonna head into our questions um anything else i don't believe so okay i'd like to check with you oh wow give you some is now putting me in charge just i feel important letting you like i'm gonna stand up for the rest of the show since i've been given (laughs) can you have a crown can i wear a crown I can get I think one this has gone to my head immediately. I, I can get one. Say. All right. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.